1: Thanks for another fantastic question here on the Ask Coach Parry Cycling Podcast. I'm Mr. Actor David Katz, joined by Devlin Eden, our resident uh, cycling professional, or expert, should I say, bases himself at the HPC in Pretoria, but his services are available. Devlin, today, it sort of follows up on our last one. We're talking about electric bikes, and I asked you if it could be used uh, in the same way as as a car is used as a training mechanism, especially, or should I say, on the road, but Looking at that, can a car be used as a training mechanism? And, and what sort of benefit can this have? Would it benefit everyone or just guys at the top end of the sport?
0: Uh, look, I think it actually would benefit everyone as long as you, you know what you're doing and how you, how you are using the vehicle. So what we term motor pacing. Um, and again, it's not just a car. It's any, you could use a, a scooter or a motorbike or, or any form. So the idea of, the idea of motor pacing is to be able to ride in a slipstream at an intensity. So much as you would be riding in the bunch um, with a group of riders and staying in someone's slipstream, using a vehicle, so being a car or a motorbike, you can tuck in nice and close behind that vehicle and stay out of the wind barrier and use that to keep a high intensity and keep pedal rate Um, so that without any interruptions of, tiring too quickly, for instance, with the wind, um, whether there's a rider in front of you that might be swerving all over the show and missing obstacles. So using motor pacing is brilliant in terms of being able to keep the intensity high without having the wind hitting you in the face, which is only going to make you fatigue a lot quicker. So there are a couple of things, though, to keep in mind, though, when you're on motor pacing, is I would recommend knowing what you're doing. So, and I mean that in the sense of from a skill point of view. Because in order to gain the most benefit from it, you need to be riding really close to the vehicle in front of you. Um, So for a car, for instance, right on that car's bumper. So typically, you'd want to have the the driver to be able to be in communication with the the cyclist, so the cyclist can also dictate the pace. And then making sure that the intensity in the road in front of you is clear, so that when you are out on the road and you are going at a, at a really high intensity and trying to focus on your training, for instance, there's no obstacles up ahead. And that's why I said the communication is key, so that the driver of the vehicle can say, okay, we need to move over. There's something in the in the yellow lane, for instance. So one, from from using it as a, as a brake in terms of the wind, but in the same sense as well that having the car with the emergency flashes on and sitting behind that, just helps with safety a little bit on the road as well from other traffic around. In terms of benefiting everyone, yes, I do think it is beneficial to everyone. Again, just making sure that you know why you are motivating at the same time. So making sure that it is fitting into what that your training program says. But as a, as a training tool, brilliant. And I think there's, there's definitely a huge place for it in the training program.
1: Well, I've seen it out on the roads. I personally wouldn't try it. I've done behind a truck up a hill going at just the right speed for me, but I wouldn't do it at any sort of uh, crazy intensity. Devlin, thanks very much for that answer. And uh, please do go rate us on iTunes. Uh, If you do do so, there's a chance to win a lifetime membership to the site. So get on there now. Uh, From myself, Mr. Active, David Katz and Devlin Eden, we'll catch up with you next time on the Ask Coach Parry Cycling Podcast.